Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, James McAvoy takes the top of the box office again. Which personality is it, though? We'll find out. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Uh, if you're in the uh, the Carrie Lane, Frank Moran team up, this is a <laughs> doubleheader. This is your second shot of us tonight. Yes. Uh, and double week, too. Double week, yes. <laughs> you guys can't get enough of this dynamic duo. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Box Office Breakdown, as I said. This is, of course, the show that looks back at the box office that was. And then we like to... Prognosticate. That is right. About the box office for the week ahead. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and listen to my really sexy voice at Happy Go Jackie. Well, guys, you might be a little disappointed because it might sound a little bit different once he's actually feeling better. But, you know, <laughs> it's still sexy then. Oh, oh, um, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> apparently it's like a giggle night. Um, guys, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And then uh, Quinn will be back next week. She's one of our other hosts. And, um, you know, I was also giggling because right before we started, I'm like, you know, we forgot again. Oh, <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> like, Quinn isn't here. Yes. So it's okay. And I actually had thought to email us, like us as a group and be like, guys, there's that thing we're supposed to do. And if you guys have no idea what we're talking about, um, a lot of people in the chat had suggested we do our top favorite movies of 2016, which at this rate, it will be like February. I love it. I love it. But I that's love okay. It. It's okay. <laughs> uh, folks, <laughs> as always, though, uh, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars mm. on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, of course, we're going to have the chat up and running. Uh, mm. Anthony in the booth was kind enough to pull it up nice and big. Say hello mm-hmm. to Anthony, everybody. And uh, we're going to start breaking down the box office. So feel free to chime about anything you're thinking of about movies or the box office in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in number one, though, for our top five is Split. Look at that. Still sticking top. Did we any any of us? You know, it's funny. It's like I would go like, "Hey, did we make this suggestion last week?" I'm like, "I could just go look," but I don't. Um, I was gonna say, did any of us predict that? I think we kind of did. I get, I don't know if I, I did. I, I thought maybe Resident Evil might do a little bit better than it did. Yeah, I forget. Because all the other ones did around in like the mid or mid twenties, so I thought it might. Oh, I, I remember. I think I bumped La La Land off the list, but Hidden Figures went up. Yes. Yeah. Because it went a little, it was a little lower last week and went back up. It did. Uh, okay. And I'm actually yeah. surprised that Dog's Purpose did as well as it did too. I yeah, we were talking yes. about that one and number two, but Oof. um, uh, yeah, Sp- uh, Split. I think that's awesome horror movie doing well, and I think that I mean I haven't seen it yet, but I do want to see it, and I think that's a good sign that so many people are, and I feel that's kind of a word of mouth because I bet a lot of people are really tentative about another Shyamalan movie that exactly. they're like, okay, guys, is it good? Is it good? It is. Okay, cool, and like you're gonna actually go. Yeah, and uh. Do you, is curious enough to go see it in the first run theater? Or are you gonna wait till it comes to you? Um, if I have time, mm. I'm just Caroline really is a, as a woman of many many activities, I so I, it's so much easier to watch stuff at home. Very true. So I want oh yeah, six. So I'll, I'll, I'll t- mention it once we get to that title. But yeah, no, all right. But yes. yeah, I, I, I'm I'm curious to see. What about you? Are you? Would you want to? Do you need to wait, or you want to see it now? Gosh, I'm torn. I'm torn. Torn. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, there's something, though, to be said, and we've all kind of um, talked about, uh, and we've talked with you guys about this, of, like, the movie experience of, like, action movies, sci-fi movies, and, you know, things where it's visually stimulating is great on the big screen. 
But the other thing, too, we didn't really talk about, but I was just thinking for horror that's great, is having the audience, like, energy around you and, like, people's reactions to stuff, I think that kind of aids in the experience. Because either, like, I mean, I love me my kid movies and all, but I am not thrilled to go see some kids' movies, like, day one with all children. I'm like, true. But then again, I have seen some, and hearing their reactions has been really fun. So it's kind of a it's a mixed bag on that one. So like split, I almost want to see with in the theaters just to kind of like get the other reactions. Like when I saw Don't Breathe, it was so fun hearing like the people in front of me's reactions, and, and like we all kind of reacted the same at one part. <laughs> so that that that's part of the experience. So what do you guys think of like are there certain movies where you want to see it with the audience because then you can like. Feel it. I mean, certain movies. That's why people want to see it opening weekend and whatever. To I remember seeing part of the crowd. Seeing. Yeah. There we go. Hugh said in the chat room, "It's a communal." Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, oh, I saw Hangover Two, mm-hmm. uh, and saw it with a huge crowd, mm-hmm. and I felt so out of sync with that movie, just because I didn't like oh. the way it was such a homage and just hitting the same beats as the first one. That when the okay. crowd was laughing, mm-hmm. I'm like, why is why are you laughing at this? So it almost, it almost like made me hate the movie more because the people I saw uh. people laughing like, guys, this isn't funny. What are you doing? Oh, I've watched comedies with specific friends going. Please let me know when it's supposed to be funny. Like it's a popular <laughs> movie. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't know why it's funny. Let me watch it with you. I'll see when I'm supposed to be laughing. So, yeah. oh, and it's Guy Patterson in the chat uh, reporting in about the Great Wall, the most eagerly anticipated film here. At I Box do want to see it. I am going to see it. I will see. <laughs> see, this that's movie like an theater. action and fantasy. That's like all this stuff. I yes, want. we've talked about it for so long. I, we, <laughs> we yeah, I, yes, we have to see it to talk about. We should it on the make show. a group trip. That's right. We got to see the Great Wall. <laughs> we'll, like Facebook Live and <laughs> Periscope, <laughs> so you guys can watch us live. Too. That's right. Not while we're watching the movie, of course, but like when we go there. So. Well, or we'll go to like a really like late or early screen where we can, we're all alone. <laughs> <laughs> we can just sit up there and like Facebook Live. That won't be no. weird. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, so yeah, hopefully uh, you sound like you have a oh. or two. Ah, thank you, Hugh, Hugh Hoyland there in the chat. Yes, a uh, little, little rough, little. I guess maybe some. I don't know. Some, some little frog in your throat. Little frog in my throat. I'll mm. try to work to extract him during the course of the show. That'll mm. be gross. We'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, but no, I, I am curious about seeing Split. So yeah, and this is. For, I feel like this is the first time I can say that about an M Night Shyamalan movie in a while. Yeah. No. Totally. And I don't know. Uh, and I guess like James McAvoy. I mean, I've always enjoyed him. I think so. he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he's I think, a good draw. I think they ran that trailer a little too long, though. In terms of like, I had seen the trailer for a long time, and I'm just like, okay, that was one where I'm like, okay, I got it. Like horror movies, you almost need to see the trailer less. Yeah. Like there's certain movies I'm 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 happier off if I never saw a trailer at all for some of them, and just sit down, because then I don't have any preconceived. Yes, exactly. Uh, coming in number two, surprisingly, a dog's purpose there from Universal. Woohoo! Uh, $18.3 million amidst a lot of controversy. Yeah. Uh, um, upon, upon its release. Oh, what's the lead actor's name? Just totally blanked. Dennis Quaid? Yes. Uh, he had a really good interview clip on Ellen where they talked about that. And uh, I thought if you guys can find that, I think it was on Facebook it was going around. So he, he spoke to the integrity of the filming on set and everything. And I do agree with a lot of other people talking about, like, 
I mean, yes, it isn't. I, I watched the clip that was going around, but there's a few things of like when it was filmed, when it was released, and how it's completely different cuts that you don't know when those two time periods are. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't do that. And then if it is a film, it's also a film promoting animal adoption. So to boycott that, I think, is bad for that idea of adopting a dog. It's weird because it, it, certainly the timing of it, that release footage, if it was so it terrible, yeah. why not release it exactly. as soon as you right? saw it happening on a film yeah. set? So I feel there's maybe some foul play involved in that sense that someone was maybe upset about something, so then they wanted to sabotage it. And, I mean, and it, I mean in a sense, it kind of worked because they ended up canceling their premiere. They canceled their... their but uh, they're number two, so I'm very yeah. happy. So uh, who knows if what this would have done, though. It, had they been able to do the premiere, had they been able to do their uh, yeah. yeah, the junket, maybe things would have changed. I don't know, but still... Yeah. They were able to get $8.3 million. And that, of course, was the, the bet for our box office bet last week. Right. Uh, Carrie uh, went strong. I think I won. She went strong at $15 million. Whew. I was a little bit more reserved, thinking maybe this controversy would hamper its results. Mm-hmm. And I went 12 so looks like I've got a it date. Would ra- it would leash it in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like I've got a date with a dog's purpose. So yeah. uh, maybe I might uh, do that this week. There you go. Um, Sky Patterson in the chat. Yeah, curious to see Split. More excited to see A Cure for Wellness. Yes, see that trailer. I'm like, I saw it one time. I'm good. I don't want to see the trailer again because I'm like, don't, I don't want to think about it too much more. But it looks really cool. Oh, okay. I think I've seen one trailer for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, who's in that again? I actually, well, I don't recognize the main guy, but I think some of the other higher ups are yeah. people that I recognize. I but it's one of those I only saw it one time, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, oh wow, uh, Hugh Hoyland in the chat, congratulating uh, Carrie on her. Uh, I was going to say th- thank you. you. You just have a couple extra letters in my name, but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> mm. Uh, coming at number yes. three, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we talked about the film. I uh, still have yet to see it. Got to try to see it really soon, though. Hidden Figures. Who who also did very well at the um, SAG Awards. Yeah. They won, yeah. Uh, what, for Best Ensemble, right? I thought they, I think they won. At least one for Best Ensemble. Yes. And then maybe some other ones, too. I saw yeah. just the headline for that. Okay, guys. I ha- I didn't watch all of it, but I was watching some highlights today. <laughs> the Winona Ryder facial expression thing. Okay, you need to look this up later. Did you see any of I it? I did see, yes. Okay. Um... And I love the speech, too, for the people who um, ensemble for a drama show was the uh, Stranger Things. And Winona Ryder's right next to the podium, and her facial reactions are just so fun to watch. I mean, they kind of make sense, but it's one of those she has, like, no idea what's going on, and just, like, honest, <coughs> pure reactions, and people are just like, are she, is she drunk or whatever? I think it's just, like, emotional high of being up there. Yeah. Not any substance but just like you know you guys have won it's so exciting and just what the guy was talking about and just like wow Mm. and so if you guys can find it it's excellent and then other other speeches too that were good but uh yay for hidden figures doing well yeah uh coming in number four I know uh, Carrie Lane's going to be talking about this whole series in, in yeah. just a moment here. <laughs> Resident Evil, the final chapter, question mark? Well, who knows? Right. From Screen Gems, $13.8 million. So I think I, I forget if I started on Friday, but I have now watched all six of the previous Resident Evil films. I own them all. Uh, I posted a picture on Twitter and Instagram, and I had a stack. I had a stack. I'm like, let the marathon commence. It was cute because people are like, oh, have you watched a new one? I'm like, not yet. That's why I'm watching the old ones first. <laughs> I'm going in order. Um, and it's very interesting to watch them. Uh, the last one, number six, I hadn't... Okay, no, I can't remember all their names because they all. It's, it's almost easier to say one, two, three, four. Um, but six, I actually hadn't seen that one in theaters, so then that was cool to sit and watch that 
uh, th- something I liked about that one, uh, it didn't really add to the story of the universe much. There's just like other weird stuff that happened in number six, but it had a lot of character callbacks. So that was really cool. You're like, oh, good, this person's back. Oh, this person's back. And it's because there's, I'm not going to tell you how, but there's, it was nice to be like, oh, yay. Ah, some old friends. Yes. And similar to Underworld, but not quite as bad because they didn't do it on every single one. They did it shorter. But if you watch them in a marathon, get ready for the recap at the beginning of every single one. And if you just watch the other ones, you're like, I know. But I'm just curious <laughs> to see what they say. So I'm not like fast forwarding it. So I'm like, okay, I know. But the thing that's weird is in, and then they all kind of blended together. I think it's in five or six. The Red Queen is actually a different actor. So I think it was six. Um, they had a different actor for the flashback of the Red Queen. I'm like, that's a different kid. But it's a different kid in the movie, too, because it's like 10 years later. So I they gotcha. can't have the same kid. But anyway, they're all kind of fun. Um, I think filming on number two bothered me the most out of all of them. They had this the weird slow mo thing. It was a different director, too. The director of the first one, writer-director, he did a, a few of the other ones. Yes, there you go. Yeah, Hugh, they're guilty pleasure. They are guilty pleasure. I mean, they're first one is all, like, horror and kind of suspense and thriller aspect to it, and then they just get more action, and by, like, I want to say, like, four, five, six, they're like, screw it, we want to do anything we want crazy stuff, but that was kind of fun. They are like, just go with it. But, yeah, they get more action, less horror, like, suspense. Okay. But um, other people I've talked to and in watching the special features on the video game, some of the subsequent later ones are closer to the feel of the game as well, too. Like some of the actions that happen and like how you how things transpire in, in the game is similar to how they tried to do in the movie. So, But anyways, yeah, number two just had this weird like slow-mo thing that was just so annoying to watch. I'm just like, what is going <laughs> on? Um, as long as there's like that laser net grid that goes down the hallway and just, you know, cubes everybody up. The what? The laser oh, grid. Oh, yes. Uh, Sardrew, did you go with... Uh, no, I didn't... Well, I just watched them all at home, so... Uh, after three, they cut loose. Yes, they do. They just... They're fun, though. And then it just is a different vibe. Like, uh, number three is kind of like post-apocalyptic future, which I like those uh, movies in general, so that was fun. And I like them all. They're fun. I'll let you guys know about the last one. Ooh, what, all right, when do you plan on seeing that? Uh, maybe tomorrow. Ooh. Monday. Tuesday. All right. By next week. By next, By next week. week. Oh, It'll look happen. at this. It's, yes. Oh, great. By ne- oh, yeah. Yeah. But I might not be here. No, wait. Next week? Yeah, I won't. Mm. I have a dance show. That's right. Carrie Lane, when she's not busy talking about movies, <laughs> box office, various TV shows, she is also doing a dance show. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we do a quick plug for people that are listening? Maybe we want to go check it out. Well, we're almost sold out of tickets, but yeah. If you live um, in the L.A. area. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, look them up on Facebook because I don't think the – well, the website is um, – I'm like, what is the website? Because I've been just passing it to people on Facebook directly. Um, but the show is Goddesses Empowered Cinema Edition, the sequel. So it's movie theme. so how appropriate for this. So I uh, – not really a spoiler because then if you guys don't go. But still, what we're doing, we're doing a song from Burlesque, the movie with uh, Cher and um, – Christine Aguilera, which I love that as a dance movie. As a dance movie, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, we have a disco version of the Star Wars theme song, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, and back to the Resident Evil. I haven't seen Final Chapter yet. I did the marathon. I saw six. Now I got to go see seven. Uh, and then uh, what else do we have? Oh, we have a horror theme song, just kind of encompassing all of horror genre. And then I'm even doing a Bollywood solo. Solo, a mini solo, but still, yes. Interesting. I know. I'm a little nervous. Oh, you're gonna rock it. 
very very Bollywood-esque gear, apparel, attire? Yes, it's actually attire I had from when I used to do Bollywood dance. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, awesome. All right. So at that, so. come on, a chance to see <laughs> Carrie Lane. Go uh, well, actually, no, the best way is go follow me on Twitter and Instagram because I've made posts about it anyway. So th- there's links on my Instagram. and so Look at that. Carrie D. Lane. <laughs> it makes it easier. I'm like, there, I don't need to remember it. Uh, um, coming in at number five, rounding out our top five, La La Land. I was going to say, speaking of musicals and dance. There you go. Mm-hmm. Another $12 million to the coffers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have to see it Doing one well. more. Uh, See, that was one like, I, I could see it in theaters or at home. Yeah, I mean, I saw it once. I feel like I need to oh, see it again. Oh, you did see it? Okay. I did. Yeah. I oh, just, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, so I feel like I need to see it again. So, so like, approach it differently? Or? I don't know. I feel like I, I'm still wrestling if I like it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still don't quite figure out um, how I feel. I've had people on my Facebook, at least a small handful, be like, is it bad if I didn't like it? And yeah, then, like. A- the other people were like, I loved it. So, <laughs> I mean, I like musicals. I'm pretty easy with that. Of like, it's a musical? Okay. But, you, I'm in. Right? So. And uh, Sky Patterson in the chat, also a big fan of burlesque. It's an excellent, like, don't take it seriously. It's just a fun dance. <laughs> uh, so, hoping over to the international numbers. Resident Evil uh, may not have came out so strong here domestically, but... Got another twenty eight point three for an offshore total of sixty four point five million, pushing the franchise past the one billion dollar global mark. And Triple mm-hmm. uh, X, the return of Xander Cage, rounds out the top five with another twenty four million for an eighty nine million dollar offshore total. The Vin Diesel star dropped fifty three percent from its number one spot last week and narrowly outstripped Oscar nomination leader La La Land, which got another twenty three point five weekend mm-hmm. across the two hundred to cross the two hundred twenty million li- line worldwide. Just so, a little bit of change. Just a little bit. Uh, and then in the UK, Sony released uh, uh, trans, uh, T2 Spotting to $6.3 million for the director's best start since the 1996 original. Oof. I've not seen the original either, so... Wait, Trainspotting? Yeah. You haven't? No, I haven't. Uh, I always remember seeing like a trailer for it, and it just looks so grungy and dirty. And I don't know if... like cause, uh, it, It's very dark and very grungy and dirty. Um, actually, the weird thing that I thought of it when I was watching it, I had a dog that was on medication because she had seizures, but some of the drugs they're taking, my dog was taking. I'm like, those are like anti-seizure meds. What are they taking? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, think, uh, in defense, uh, this was somebody saying in the chat, and um, I was saying in defense of it, Bollywood movies, said Bollywood movies uh, always have like a song randomly. They do. They often do. But um, there's many of them, and depends on the movie, and they randomly appear, but that's just how it is and the old newer ones have less and they're generally in a sequence where it makes sense like they're at a wedding they're at a festival or they're at a club um but yes everyone in the club knows the same dance moves but that's okay so it's not quite so like wait where the heck did that come from (laughs) or they go like i'm going into dream sequence or like fantasy like i'm thinking of something so eh. (laughs) Uh, they're not so the more I'd say like 2000 to now ones like late 90s to now rather they're more logical of when the song and dance takes place. Mm, all right. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Tina Barbatol. Yeah. They had a lot of them. I don't even remember what they all were, but there just were so many. Yeah. I don't know. I don't so many drugs. Yes. Yeah, since I um, see the original, I feel no draw to see the sequel. Yeah. But, uh, maybe. Uh, but I'm glad that clearly a lot of people, at least in the UK, are very excited about it since the game has best start since 1996 original. Mm-hmm. Uh, then also Illumination Universal Sing also did well in the UK, nabbing the top spot in the process, crossing $200 million internationally. Ooh. 
And Split got another uh, a, a total that now has passed $100 million globally. Wow. And just because, you know, uh, hmm. the big comic book nut that I am there, uh, uh, Disney and Marvel's uh, Doctor Strange landed in Japan. It's final market. It's going to be coming out on, uh, available on, at least in iTunes uh, next week. Hmm. No, actually the 14th, I believe. Uh, it's final market. It got uh, $4.5 million for number one start. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. There you go. So... It is always interesting to see how, like, foreign films do here and our movies do other places, just because, I mean, there, there are definitely a lot of subject matters or mythologies that can translate anywhere, but then there's certain cultural jokes that just don't really, you don't get it. Like, there's yeah. certain Japanese horror film themes that here you're just like, I don't get it. But then you look it up and that's like a traditional ghost story for them that you're like, oh, okay, well, that's why it's a thing for you. But then maybe some of our ghost stories translated somewhere else. They'd be like, I don't get it. Yeah. You know? Like that new uh, yeah. uh, Casey Affleck ghost one where he's just wearing a bed sheet with two guys in it. <laughs> the what? There, it's, oh. It was out in Sundance. Yeah. So yeah. But it's supposed to be really good. It's more of just like a mm-hmm. like a like a, a thought piece or mm. like a tone. Hmm. Um, oh, but speaking of uh, the Japanese movies, though, I uh, did hear some little feedback about the uh, the Grudge uh, versus the Ring film. I want to see that one. See that one? I'm like, <laughs> yes. Like Rings? I'm sorry, I'm not super excited about seeing that. Like I saw the first Ring movie, and I think I even saw the second, but then it just went like kept going. And the original Ringu is like really cool, but like the effects aren't as good, but the plot and the tension that builds for mm-hmm. you is better. Oh, interesting. The, and the modern, the R version of it just had better effects, I felt. So it's like, it was good. And Naomi Watts. That too. <laughs> no, I mean, she's good in it. But I don't remember. But I think for The Grudge, I did see like one, two, three. Oh. And I have the books of those. I have Juyon. It's the, so the book versions. And oh, then Tomei as well. Oh, those are creepy, effed up books and scary. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Graphic no- well, oh. graf- they're like manga graphic novels. Oh, cool. Yes. I didn't even know they did that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of rings, uh, that is going to be one of the two films we'll be betting on for this box office bet. So, folks, if you want to start chiming away in the chat, uh, if Albin is in there, I'll look to him to kind of keep a running tab tally of uh, the, the, the folks that these films are getting. Our two choices are One Rings. I know Carrie Lay's excited to see this. And the other is The Space Between Us, a little sci-fi adventure. That actually looks kind of cute. Yeah. From so, the, I think I saw that trailer like once. So. Yeah, but look how excited Carrie, Carrie Lane is about rings. Just look at that. So just start signing away in your thoughts. In the meantime, though, uh, we're going to do a quick look back about one of the actors that's going to be in an upcoming film this weekend. We look back at their top five grossing film, mm-hmm. uh, top five opening grossing films. And uh, for this, uh, some pickings were kind of slim, but when you have Gary Oldman, that's not mm. a bad pick at all. So uh, Gary Oldman's in the space between us. So I was like, hey, well, let's find out what his uh, top five are. So... He had little bit parts there in uh, one and four on our list there, so I'm going to just uh, omit those so we can mm, mm-hmm. uh, so we can kind of vary it up a little bit there. Uh, coming up at number five for us, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes came out in 2014 from Fox. Apparently, Star Drew says that Alvin cheats on the counting for whoa, the movies. Whoa uh, there, Star Drew. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, do you want to keep track? Holy cow, look at this scandal. There's... We have drama in the box office yes. breakdown chat room. What is this? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm. All right. Wow. All right. Well, I guess, you know, we'll just have to do it for you. Know, just uh, Star Drew, we're kind of looking to you to keep Alvin accountable then. Okay. Oh, Scott Patterson's already chiming in the space between us. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, so Dawn of the Planet Names. Did you, I, I'm, I'm actually digging. Of course, they got the trailer for the third one coming out this summer. I like the original series. True. Uh, but I mean, I, c- I couldn't get into the new ones that much. Really? Yeah, I well, saw the first it, one and I'm like, mm. 
Was it because they were too monkey-like? They weren't just wearing clothes? They'd been wearing clothes from the They didn't need to wear clothes, but they were not... They're Yeah, they're not human enough to... Like, th- there's plenty of anthropomorphic animal movies, and they don't have to be wearing clothes, but they're more human-esque. But, yeah, but if you look at it, like, this is just the very It's beginning. a different take of it, yeah. for sure, so that's fine. But I just... I don't know why, but I really got into, like, the old ones and like marathon those and love yeah. those so i just felt i don't know i just didn't click right there's just but, something about that old school look of the original planet yes so it's just fun to look at yes um but i will say i did like the planet of the apes the, no 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 <laughs> don't even like say no really the tim burton one uh, well, tim burton did do it i he? will say what i did <laughs> like about that was i thought the makeup was so well done see like that one was a better animal like ape kind of idea of human looking ish but oh that story but whenever it came well maybe when it came out i didn't care enough of like how you know uh, quality but i remember i was like this is cool but like the ending of it, it was just like a twist that made no zero sense oh uh, what that's where it you, didn't bother me enough to <laughs> <laughs> but he lands back where he thinks is earth but all yeah. of a sudden now monkeys are, are ruling and he looks at the statue of lincoln and it's a statue of uh of whatever caesar i guess sure Alternate Ugh. alternate world. No, it was terrible. It was just it's like sliders. Made zero sense. Made zero. Oh, that movie disappointed me. <laughs> but the makeup yeah. was great. Ooh, it's a tie on the movies. Whoa. Breaking news. Allegations of cheating <laughs> in the chat room. More at 11. Thank you, Hugh Hoyland, in the chat. It's alternative facts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming to number uh, four mm. for Mr. Gary Oldman, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Mm. Back in 2007 for $77.1 million. I... Uh, I never read the Harry Potter books, so I, my only experience was seeing the films. And Likewise. Well, I read the first book, and that's one I think I'd have to go back to. Uh, but what I always remember is, and I guess maybe reading the books might help out a little oh. bit more about it. Hmm. Um, but when he, his character. Uh, oh, I love his character. His, I thought his character was great, but then also when he gets killed off. Yeah. I'm just like, what? That was it? What? What happened? <laughs> yeah. It just was yeah. like so, like, just brushed by. And mm-hmm. I was just like, what? That was it? Uh, and it always stuck with me. I was like, I felt like. He did not it was get robbed. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I, uh, it was just, and maybe in the books it gets fleshed out more. He's I, I in don't the know. Pro- I'm having a moment where it's like, wait, yes, yes. He's in the professional, right? That's him. Yes. In- okay. Like that. Oh, see, that's a movie. I'm like, why? Is- when we, when guys, if you don't know, we've said this before, but these are movies that are box office numbers, not necessarily the better ones or fan favorites. And I was gonna say, um, like, professional is one that I'm like, yes, yeah. I love him in that. Um, um, someone mentioned Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh um, yeah, I like. I wanted to see that. I never did get to, to it see that. It was a little too slow for me. Really? Yeah. I and mean, then yeah, Fifth Element. Yeah, the Fifth My Element. Favorite. Oh, I, I everything about that film I enjoy, and then Chris Tucker walks on, and then my enthusiasm <laughs> for that film just plummets. <laughs> just like oh my god, yeah, oh. Sorry, calm down. I just could never. Oh man, he was just so annoying. I just. So no, it just, just took me out of it. Oh, <laughs> I because mm. I think that was, that was my first exposure to that, and I just could never really enjoy him in anything okay. else after that. I was like, this oh. guy's annoying. Mm. So I felt like the rush hour. I was like, oh, stop oh, it. oh <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop Aww. being like this. Uh, it was so annoying. Uh, Chris Tucker, what are you doing these days? I do not know. Mm. Uh, and uh, in the chat, back in the chat, David Thomas says hi. Oh, hi, David Thomas. Uh, Coming to number uh, three for Gary Oldman, Harry Potter and the Prisoners of Azkaban, and the Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. multiple, just one. Uh, $93.6 million back in 2004. Number uh, uh, three, or excuse me, number two, The Dark Knight, of mm-hmm. course, from Warner Brothers back in 2008, 
$158.4 million. I did like him as... Uh, Commissioner Gordon? Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a, that was a great Good casting choice. for that. Yeah, that is one of those, like, there's sometimes a casting where you're like, <coughs> uh, mm, you're not really sure, and, but other ones you're like, yep, that was a good choice. Because I never... <coughs> I'm dying, everybody. This is my last show. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, wow, that was it. Boy, I, I'm just falling apart of the seams here. But I, 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 I'm doing this for show for you guys. I uh, just put that on my tombstone. I'm doing this for you guys. That's it. Uh, but uh, Pat Haley, I think it was that, that was named, that, the original Commissioner Gordon in the Tim Burton films. Mm. Ugh, I never, I mean, fine actor, but I just didn't like him as Commissioner Gordon because it made Commissioner Gordon seem too buffoony. And I don't like Commissioner Gordon being that much of a buffoon. Yeah, because there's a fine difference of someone who's a good actor, but they're just, it's just you're not that character, which is a hard thing that many actors have to come to terms with. Is like, no, really, it's not you. It's just you're not that f- yeah. Whatever the what they want. Yeah, I just never I pictured Commissioner Gordon like that. And I just always he was always a weak point to me in those films. Uh back in the chat, Sky Patterson says one of my favorite guilty pleasures horror films is dolls. I know we're both like Can't which remember if I've seen that one. Wait, is that the one where oh wait. No, that's Puppet Master. No, I oh, I that. love the Puppet Master yeah. franchise. Yeah, but I can't See, those ones get pretty absurd as they keep going. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Actually, that was one where one of them ended, and I'm like, you should have picked up where it left off, and the next one went a completely different direction. I was like, well, that sucks. <laughs> and if you guys like the Hellraiser series, there's a good book of it that I actually read that. It's, um, oh, man, I'll say it later when I remember the name. Okay. I'm like, uh, mm, this, mm, nope. Blanking. Oh, <laughs> Hugh in the chat said he died doing what he loved, crunching box office numbers. That's yeah. right, guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and number one there for Gary Oldman there, The Dark Knight Rises back mm. in 2012, $160.8 million. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. My, my hopes for Bane and stuff were kind of diminished in that. And Bane became just basically just a... yes. Paper champion, paper villain. I just laugh at that when I saw a speech copy a line from there. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys saw that online, I saw that meme where they did the one clip and the next clip, and you're like, yeah. wow, that's really similar. Yeah, right. uh, well, I guess, you know, he's a big Christopher Nolan fan. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to find out what that book name is. Yeah. Like, well, Carrie Lane uh, <laughs> uh, looks through there. Uh, it's like, no, we're going to be doing our box office bet in just a moment. Again, the two films we'll be betting on are The Space Between Us, uh, a sci-fi adventure from STX Entertainment, and Rings, a horror film from Paramount Pictures, picking up the uh, the Rings series back here in the States. Uh, but before we do the official bet, though, we're going to do our predictions for the next week's top five of the film. So... Uh, just a second before we do the yeah. predictions, uh, The Ring, the 2002 version, and The Ring 2 in 2005 made 15 and $23 million, respectively, on an opening weekend. Now, of course, that's 12 years since the last one. So we've seen many franchises decide to come back after a really long gap and not do very well. This is very true. We have definitely seen that. Do you think this is going to be the case or the fact that it's a horror film, even though it's a long gap, is going to be enough uh, to balance that out? I think it can do well because of the um, horror films doing well. But then again, Split's doing so well, so it's probably... Oh, wait, The Scarlet Gospels. There we go. She did it. She did it, everybody. I was like, oh, that's what it is. Uh, oh, actually, I didn't realize it's a sequel, but you don't have to read it as a sequel. Um, uh, but... And Sky Patterson in the chat says... Uh, Muffled I Sean yes. Connery. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, oh, man, that's going to be hard to pick. But I... 
They've done ads for it for a while. I, I think the thing is, the main people who watched Rings, the series of that, will probably see it, but it's probably the new group of people that this one might be their first Ring movie, sadly. Um, but... Well, and I guess the idea, because it seems like it's supposed to be broadening the net mm-hmm. for who watches it. So instead of following just one person, all of a sudden you're seeing yeah, which... mass amounts of people being exposed to it and what happens. Yeah. See, that's the other thing with part of that horror kind of genre of it's just, it sucks to be you. Where I'm like, oh, that sucks. Just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. I'm like, mm. Because it's such a blind motivation for your monster that I'm like... Mm-hmm. No, that's true because it's like you did nothing. You're not a terrible person. You just happen to be in that wrong yeah. spot. And then all of a sudden, you, seven days later, you have this weirdo like stalking right. you and coming to kill you I mean, for I nothing like, you really did. I like Tales from the Crypt where they're all actually technically morality stories. Yeah, you did something and now it's going to come back to bite you. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's generally almost all of them, which excellent series that I have those as well. See, DVDs, do people buy, do you guys buy DVDs or Blu-ray, whatever, but vote it, uh, do you buy them anymore? Uh, I do, if I really like it, but that's where it is, of how much do you really like it, or how easy it is to access, like, can you, how easy can you watch on Netflix, or from your friend, or something like that, so, yeah. Oh, well, I I actually got an Apple TV, and that's been a game changer, because it feels easier just to buy something, and it's like, just living in the digital. But see, I like the physical. True, but when you're when you're over, you know, flowing with physical, and you're like, man, I need to stream. That's why you could do a big DVD display case. <laughs> oh no, I, I'm pretty sure I'm in the hundreds of like five, six, seven, or eight hundred DVDs. Or something I imagine like about just a few. Seven hundred fifty of those are Bollywood films. No, I actually don't own a lot of Bollywood. Really, films. they're hard to buy a regular copy of those. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought, uh, See, I those ones are online. <laughs> it's hard to find. <laughs> or YouTube. All uh, right, so Carrie Lane. What do you think here for our <gasps> top five? Where do you think mm. Rings and The Space Between Us will do? They're both opening up in 2,800 theaters. It's a good number. Uh, how will those uh, fit into our current top five? Mm. Mm. We're also coming out of the SAG Awards. If right. that's going to give any, any extra little juice to... I think to... Hidden Figures will still good, do good. Um... Yeah, guys, we're still voting between Space Between Us or Rings. That's it's right. the movies for a box office bet. Um, okay, fine. Sometimes I like making crazy guesses. Let's say Rings for number. Ooh, you're going I'm strong. Like, you're going strong. Don't, 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 don't censor yourself, Carrie Lane. If you're feeling it, but you it. know what? If it's a new horror one, because people have already seen Split, so then they're gonna see the next one. So, okay. eh. but Ooh, also if right. Split's half for next week. Or so, then that puts it at, like, what, 13? So okay. just, if it gets 15, it could be number one. There you go. That's, a, that's the thing you got to remember. Um, let's do rings for number one. Love it. I love the confidence. <laughs> yeah, you like that tone of voice. Ah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, split two. Because, you know, there will be people gotcha. who are still seeing it. Uh, I'm going to... Space Between Us could get three. Mm, I feel that one's going to be a very not everybody's audience movie. Um, no. I think Hidden Figures might hold on to three then, especially with the awards. Uh, then Space Between Us, and then Resident Evil. Wow. So, interesting. Oh, wait. Shoot. Dog's Purpose? You're just dropping no, it right No, that's off the right, list. right. Uh, Resident Evil won't make it. Dog's Purpose will be five. Oh, all right. So okay. say goodbye to La La Land. Yeah. All right. It had its moment in the sun. It did. There you go. That one's been out longer, though, and it's 
Okay, musicals are also like, uh, I worked at Blockbuster, if you guys remember this place, and Hollywood Video, if you remember that one. Um, similar to uh, Black and White, if people found out it was a musical or Black and White, they would immediately be like, I don't want it. So musicals are definitely not for everyone. Like Hidden Figures, maybe uh, that one has more of a, like, everybody loves a feel-good movie, so still more of a draw than a musical. Uh, back in the chat for one second, Albin is responding to Star <laughs> Drew's uh, <laughs> accusations by saying he writes down the votes. Uh, Just a friendly tip. All right. Oh, uh, Adelia says uh, top five will be. Oh wait, no, that's before. No, we want to know what do you guys think. Uh, I will go. You know. Yeah. What do you think? I like. I like your just your brazenness to say mm-hmm. that rings is gonna go big. Yeah, yeah. You know. I feel like. It can. It's they've been advertising for a long time, yeah. and it is a well-known enough franchise that, and I think the new group of people will be like who haven't seen it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would imagine like some of the mm-hmm. kids like that when it came out and they were able to see it when they're really young. They kind of mm-hmm. like snuck in and watched it and like got really freaked out by it. Oh, dude! I drove it. home. I saw a late screen. I know. I had like my eyes kind of like this. The part where the girls in the closet. Oh my gosh, that part was like, mm-mm, sound, visual, no, it was all kinds of bad. Yeah. I drove home, and it was in the dark, and I didn't want to look in my rearview mirror because the girl was going to be in my backseat. Like, that's how I felt. I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to... If you're just listening, I made a very funny acting of me driving my car. Did you see that uh, one joke that they did where they had they set up the, the TV store and had the girl from The Ring? I, I saw part of it, but I didn't watch it. But I've seen the one where the girl comes out in an elevator, and those are funny, too. But then again, I'm like, oh, those could be so dangerous, though. <laughs> but then again, like, okay, in real life, guys, have you you've seen those prank ones? This is what I would do. Poke. Like, you're real? Are you there? Like, nobody's like... Because they don't want to die, Carrie. Because they're scared. Because <laughs> if true. this is for real, that's then true. it's going to just oh, kill them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I'm going to go for it with you. I'm going to say rings. Do it. One. Boom. Ring, split. I'm going to say a dog's purpose. Hidden figures. We're close-ish. Uh, you swapped your three and four, but what's your five? Yeah, I'm wondering if... What's, all right, so... Resident, uh, there you go. Uh, ring, split, dog's purpose, hidden figures. I'm trying to figure out space between us if it's going to do better mm. or worse than Resident Evil. I'm... All right, uh, all right. I'll go for it. I'll say Space Between Us does better, so I'll put that as number five. Cool. Uh, Dealing in the chat says this week Rings, Split, Hidden Figures, Space Between Us, and then La La Land. Mm, oh, there we go. All right, another La La one. Still, uh, some legs. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're getting to the, the part there of the show. Yeah. Uh, Alvin, thank you. I appreciate those well wishes. Thank you for that in the chat. Thank you so much. I hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, we're getting to the moment, though. It's a box office bet. So real quick, the box office bet, of course, is that you folks vote on the film that we should make okay. a bet on about what the opening box office total will be. The person that's closest to it gets bragging rights. Mm. they got to pretend like, oh, wait, they're prognosticators of prognosticators. Uh, the loser, though, has to go see the movie in the theater. Or if it goes fast like Max Steel, uh, when it does come out to iTunes, <laughs> Quinn Skillion, we have not forgotten that. Uh, it is so available what, on iTunes, Quinn. So uh, what's our numbers, guys? What, what, where did we leave off on that? Um, while you give us the tally, I was going to say, I wanted to touch upon somebody, somebody said in the chat recently, because I just finished reading the second one as a book on tape. Um, the franchises of Maze Runner, uh, Hunger Games, the Divergent series, and then something else. It's like they're all kind of same yeah. vibe. I mean, I read the Maze Runner, I read Divergent series and the Hunger Games and watched them. They're, it's one of those, it's one of those, if you like this, you'll like this. 
but they're different enough that I never felt like, wow, this feels so familiar, and I okay. already did this one. So, meh. All right. But, I mean, I liked all of those. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I like young adult fiction. But I just finished The Expanse, which that's is starting next week. Oh, yeah. We're back. Oh, are they, oh, is, that, is this the second season? Season two. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I've heard... Uh, oh, wait, no. This week. Ha, ah, this yeah, week. With this a double, uh, double episode premiere with limited it commercial is. interruptions. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, we got four for rings and space for <laughs> yeah, three. Yeah, yes, Acor- as Alvin says in the chat, according to Stardew. <laughs> there you go. All right. So it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing rings. rings. What we both think is number one. Yes. So, uh, what is our prediction for number one? As I mentioned, uh, the first film uh, did two, fifteen million dollars back in two thousand two. Fifteen? Yes. The second film did in two thousand five did twenty three. Now, fast forward twelve years later, what do you think? All right. Um, but we also said Split is the second. Both yes. said Split, and this week it was twenty six. So correct. generally, it's about half ish. Um, so maybe thirteen. So I. Uh, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I'm going to... Okay. I'm going to make my guess. Uh, so, uh, Hugh, yes, you should start watching The Expanse. I think it's right. on Netflix. Oh. It might not be. Like Ooh, right. 22 Stardew for Rings. Um, I didn't even see that. What did you bet, Carrie? 16.5. I did 22. <laughs> Stardrew. <laughs> I didn't even see you put Woo! that in there. You and I are um, uh, like mine. Let's hope that we are correct. I'm. Uh, I went a little conservative this time. I went. I went a little. Uh, you did. I went a little uh, rings to the wall on this one. <laughs> so uh, actually, I, but I, I if I lose this, that's all right. I, I think there's the. I'm curious. Could be to interesting. Check it out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it'll get like a good startle movie. I haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Or just been watching a lot of TV. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me my movies and all, but because mm, it's just easier. Like, come on, we all binge watch. We all do. We're all uh. next, next, next. David Thomas uh, in the chat. He's throwing out rings at 11 million. We don't oh, need yeah, that kind split. of negative talk in here, David Thomas. Okay, that's true. Split only dropped 34%. Yeah, it didn't drop much. Uh, Sky Paxton, maybe the Hunger Games was set on another planet would have more interesting ad monsters and humanoid aliens. Uh, I, I mean, it was cool. It was one of those books where the first book is like instant page turner for me of like, dude, next, 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 next. And I read it in like a couple days, and I don't normally read books that fast. Uh, I'm a slow reader or medium. <laughs> That's why I do books on tape because I drive a lot. Um, but the second book like took me like a week or two, and then the third book of The Hunger Games took me like a month. So like they oh, were wow. good. It just you weren't as like I need to know what happens. So okay. eh. it feels like I mean like I feel like the Hunger Games franchise is really the only one to kind of finish their story. They d- I mean, did. The, the Divergent ones, kind of like, what are we going to do with this next one? That one didn't do as well, the Maze yeah. Runner held up now with injury, what they're going to do with that. I did like Maze Runner. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like the time of that, at least that kind of uh, genre, uh, that genre, kind of like that post-apocalyptic or, yeah. uh, you know, young youths kind of str- yeah. struggling against authority figures. Why fiction? Yeah, it just I, I think it's going to be on the back burner for a little bit until you find that next one that kind of really... It's true. Well, to find another series. Yeah. Um, oh, Aragon did horribly. That was one where, like, good book. Okay, that's a question for you guys. Um, how many of you, if you've read a book and then go to watch it in a movie, or, like, how much do you like that? Or do you ever go the other way, like, watch it and then want to go read the book? I'm, or how much are you are you able to, like, keep it separate? I Yes, thank you, David. I 100% agree. Hunger Games should be rated R like Battle Royale. They should have been. It should have been more brutal. But we don't want... 
kids and violence in our movies be like, no, it should have been R. Oh, that was something about Resident Evil that I did like. The They wanted to try to make it PG-13, but the director was like, no, it needs to be rated R, like the video game. So that was cool of keeping the like integrity of it. Bro, the, uh, the first six all R? They're all R. Nice. All I right. was wondering, like, did the subsequent ones become like PG-13? Nope, they're all R. And they should be because like, that's what it is. But they want PG-13 because then you can get more money. It's a wider audience. Yeah, but, you know, if you do a really good R one. Oh, there you go. Stardew, don't read as much movie books. And uh, Hugh says, I keep it separate. Yeah, it depends on how different they do it. Like, there's times where it's like, whoa, you ruined something. And then there's times where you're like, oh, cool, I get a, get a new, like, you get an alternate universe version of the story. Yeah. Like, if things went a different way. Like, I just, like, one example was reading, uh... Uh, Revenge of the Jedi mm-hmm. and uh, excuse me, Revenge of the Sith uh, and the reading the novelization of that because I feel like watching Anakin swing from mm. being a Jedi to embracing the Sith was just like I couldn't really didn't really track for me organically in the film but reading the book at least you're able to get inside mm. the character's head and then hear a lot of his thoughts which kind of helps make that move from okay. you know, siding with the Emperor make at least more sense as a character gotcha. so reading that after seeing the film I was like alright I can add this in to fill in the, the gaps yeah but uh, so that was, that was an example of reading the book afterwards. Like, all right, kind of filled in and helped me make yeah. sense of that. And I, uh, movies only, uh, a night to rem- uh, read. Okay, read some books. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of them too. It's like they change so much, but I, I don't mind when they take that as their source material because then, then maybe somebody will go read the book and that gives the book and the series more attention if people watch the movie or the shows. That's true. I like, mean, if only people would read Harry Potter. That is a that's a really little known book. Mm-hmm. So that whole series, they, uh, could use a few more eyes on it. And Dave in the chat, I agree with you. It's better. I think it is better to kind of watch the movie and then read the book because then you're less disappointed. True, and I'll, then it just kind of fills in a lot of the world that you wanted yeah. to see. Like, oh, great, yeah. awesome. Thanks for all this cool backstory yeah. that I didn't get. A, you didn't get to tell me in the film. Yeah, and someone was watching The Magicians. That's an excellent one too. But oh my gosh, book to the show to me was like so different because I was watching the show and I loved the show and I read the book I'm like whoa this is different like I mean it's similar there are things that are similar but there's just like a lot that changes so it's okay like just what happens plot wise so it's like fine and The Expanse is starting Thursday guys so if you like sci-fi check that one out now that one book to show was like so similar there's only like minor differences okay so that was cool of like hey wait this is they did a good job of translating it yeah, it feels weird because like I feel like something Adapting like it. that. I guess I'm fine with getting closer to the source material, but then something like The Walking Dead. It's like I don't really want a. Direct oh, see, that was one that mm. adaptation of the comic. I'd rather see it kind of go off, maybe touchstones, but do its own thing. I felt the show wasn't dark enough. I'm all the comics so much darker. Pretty Why true. are you so like sugarcoating things? No, so I, I think was like whatever. When they uh, when they kept the baby after the uh, the prison break, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So like that was a big change, and I feel like you can't do that on a show yeah. oh Stephen King books to movies those are a good one too oh yeah anyway so that was a good little tangent that's right <laughs> well no it's a big part of movies and so many movies lately are based on books or you know it was a show to a movie or it's based on something else and we've taken movies from other people other people have taken movies from us and made their own version so very true it's one of those not who did it first it's a who did it better for those <laughs> Because, yeah, if people are like, who cares? And I, or they don't remember. I just don't I don't care if somebody remakes something. I just don't want you to ignore that the original exists. That's yeah. the thing that I'm like, oh, come on. There's another one. 
don't pretend that it doesn't it's not there that's very true so and it's, i feel like more often than not usually the original is better yeah. Generally speaking. Uh, so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have placed our numbers here for the box office Woo! bet. Again, uh, $22 million for Ring. So, uh, you know, David Thomas, we don't need any of those ne- that negative thoughts. About $11 million. <laughs> Carrie Lane. Uh, going 16 more five. 16. Oh, boy. Maybe it'll that. be like 17. I'll be like, ha! <laughs> <laughs> no! Do not do that, people. Go see Rings. <laughs> yeah, let's go get scary uh. together. At least me and Sardrew will be there in the theater watching it together. I'm excited about it. Quaking in uh, your boots. Now, folks, about you thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, Frank, Carrie, you should guys should do more shows more often together all the time. Like, well, you know what? We do. We do. We not only do uh, earlier on Sunday nights, we do Emerald City after show here. And we also do on Monday nights, we do the Timeless after show. Just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, and that's just right now. Just give us time. We'll get right. more going on. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, until then, folks, uh, thanks so much for joining in the chat. Thanks, mm-hmm. Alvin, Star Drew. Thanks for all the well wishes from everybody. Glad you guys were able to kind of uh, settle the differences there amongst the uh, <laughs> accuracy of the voting tab- uh, voting yeah. total. So, so thank you, everybody, for making that uh, a nice peaceful resolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but as always, folks, uh, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, thanks for chopping in the chat. But if you also want to comment on this video, even after the movies, mm-hmm. after our show is over, Carrie, where can they do that? Guys, leave your comments down below. What do you think of our predictions? What do you think the box office numbers will be? And, like, what is your top five? And, uh, oh, there we go. Question to answer. What is your favorite book to film and least favorite book to film? If you have, so if you have one you really love and one you really hate. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, Until then, Caroline, if they want to continue the conversation with you even after the show is over, where can they find you? Frank, they can go to, uh, (laughs) you guys, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And Facebook, Carrie Lane Actor. And uh, make sure if you're in the L.A. area and you want to go see Carrie Lane doing her, her show next Sunday night. Go go to my Twitter and Instagram accounts because there's more information there. Look at that. How can you go yeah. wrong? Yes. Uh, a night of entertainment by Costume Carrie Lane. Costume previews. I did post a picture of a corset on there. So Oh, I did remember seeing that. Yes, she was very excited about that. Yeah. A gold corset. Mm-hmm. Oh, look didn't at that. didn't post a white one yet for Star Wars. I'm going to be a stormtrooper. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, folks, thanks uh, again. Thank Wait, you so where much do for they the find you? Uh, I will be in a grave. Uh, just after no. the show's over, I'm going to lay down into a funeral oh. plot and have bur- dirt buried on top of me. Uh, no, you can, <laughs> you can find me at, on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Uh, until next time, uh, if I'm alive, I will be back here with Carrie Lane <laughs> for another episode of Box Office Breakdown. And Quince Gillian will be back too. Yay! It'll be great. So we'll see you next week, folks. Have a great week at the box office. See ya. <laughs> from producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com i'm sir richard wentworth and this has been a presentation of the popcorn talk network the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the popcorn talk network or its owners or principals